The presidential motorcade had just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district when three shots suddenly rang out. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. The Democrat Party doesn't have a socialist problem. The Democrat Party has a communist problem. Or the progressive movement has a communist problem. I'm Adrian Slate. Thanks for tuning in. Basically, you can't get socialism without it leading to communism. That's the that's the evolution, because socialism, by definition, the government, the the means of production run by the government, government controls means of production. That's why Venezuela collapsed, because Venezuela took over the means of production of the oil industry. And when the when the price of oil was an ungodly amount per barrel, they were swimming in money. Hugo Chavez looking like he was this great leader. And then when the price of oil just tanked, next thing you know, instead of spending money on refurbishing oil production and uh, infrastructure and, and the way to refine oil was not kept up to date because they were using the money on everything else under the sun, blowing it on this, blowing it on that, stupid programs. The whole thing collapsed. And now Venezuela sits on tons of liquid gold that they can do nothing with. And that's why their currency is inflated beyond belief because it doesn't work. Government can't manage the means of production. Government doesn't have the ability. And then you don't want to give government the reins of an industry. It knows nothing about, you know, when you get, well, they're going to take over healthcare and then everyone will have healthcare and everyone will pay in and who's going to administer it. Who's going to make the decisions upon it? Not the doctors. It's going to be the, the different bureaucratic uh, death panels, the panels that go, well, you're 78, you've, you've had a good life, and we can't afford to do your surgery at your age, so you're just going to be denied. Why should you have the denial happen when you have the ability under a free market program to go seek out the health care you want? That's because if the government controls it, the government's going to have to ration it. And so it's interesting when you see the debates between the left and the right, especially when you see what's going on in the party on the, on the Democrat party, the socialist communist takeover of whatever is left of the Democrat party. Chris Matthews actually summed up Bernie Sanders and the lie that they've put out because the lie is, oh, he just wants, you know, government safety nets and big government programs to help it out. No, no, it always leads to communism. And especially if the guy was honeymooning, honeymooning in, in Russia and Soviet Union um, and communist Soviet Union, 
It's going to lead to that. Listen to Chris Matthews. But I think that the Democratic Party has to figure out its ideology. Uh, in Britain, we had the Liberal Party. When I was going up beginning of the last century. We had the Liberal Party. They were overtaken by the Socialist Party. Labor became the main threat, the main challenger to the Tories. Churchill went back to the Tories. We know all those, a lot of us know that history. Uh, a lot of us will be sorting things out if the Democratic Party runs a socialist candidate. That's a change from the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party's been to the left of the Republican Party on... The issue of mixed capitalism, more social programs. They push Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, enormously popular programs. I think uh, ACA Obamacare has also a wish to follow through with it and make it work. I think most Americans would be happy that have a public option and have Medicare uh, followed through with. But I, I don't want to get into the, You know, I'm on every night. I'll let the Democrats figure this out. I, I have my own views of the word socialist, and I'll be glad to tell them, share them with you in private. And they go back to uh, the early 1950s. I have an attitude about them. I remember the Cold War. I have an attitude towards Castro. I believe if Castro and the, and the, and the Reds had won the Cold War, there would have been executions in Central Park, and I might have been one of the ones getting executed. And certain other people would be there cheering, okay? So I have a problem with people who took the other side. I don't know who Bernie, Bernie supports over these years. I don't know what he means by social. One week it's Denmark. We're going to be like Denmark. Okay, that's harmless. That's, a, that's basically a capitalist country with a lot of good social welfare programs. Denmark is harmless. It's pretty clearly in the Denmark is category. Yeah. Are you sure? How do you know? Did he tell you that? Well, I mean, that's what he says, and that's what his agenda calls for, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not yeah, calling yeah. for well, anything. Let's see. I mean, let's see. Let's figure that one out. A, well, we haven't seen a, a campaign yet where video of him praising the other version right. of Castro and the, has been used. Well, but that's it a, will be used. That's a question of how, how that plays. Of how tender, what, what the effect that has. Well, what does he think of Castro? That's a great question. What did you think of Fidel Ismo? We all thought he was great when he first, I think, cheering like mad for him when he first went in. And then he became a communist and started shooting every one of his enemies. Okay, hold those thoughts on the Cuban revolution. It's always, it always leads to it. Yeah, they're, oh, they're a good socialist person until they get power and then they're shooting people in the streets. He's exactly right. And when you have somebody like Chris Hayes out there trying to run cover for him, oh, yeah, he just means Denmark. No, he does reference some uh, Norwegian countries and Denmark and what have you. But ultimately what he's looking for is something bigger than that. And me, I'm hashtag never gulag, okay? Never gulag. And his campaign, whether it's a staffer in Iowa a staffer in South Carolina, they're all on tape saying that they love the gulags and that they want the free education to pass so that it can be a re-education measure to people who support Donald Trump. So this is the insanity of the Democrat Party. This is where they're at. And this is why you have young communists like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's the one being groomed for... Uh, taking the ball and moving the moving the next phase of of the young progressive socialist communist movement the young turks put her in place um here she is talking about racism with her her boyfriend and they're going to talk about how yeah you know you might be white but your conversation might be like it might be wrong like whatever so riley what has been helpful to you in combating racism uh, I think it's helpful and important to talk to other white people about racism. And I think a lot of people, they don't want to be racist. They don't think that they're racist, but they also don't know some of the things that they believe or say are and can be racist. And 
I think one of the like effective ways is just to talk and kind of help teach them about why some of the things they believe or say or think are wrong, Mm -hmm. not necessarily racist, but that they're wrong. And that'll sort of like chip away and, you know, contribute to some development in this area, but not necessarily take somebody from like being a racist to Mm -hmm. not being a racist in one conversation. And it's just always being open to learning about racist things that we may have said or done without judgment and defensiveness. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her boyfriend, Riley, they're telling us that, yeah, you may not know you're racist and you just need to learn how to talk. She's the useful idiot that they're using to push this communist agenda along with Bernie Sanders. She can't even get economists. She's got an an economics degree. She can't even get the economist names right. Just listen to this. It's funny you ask this because I was just reading today about how Milton Keynes, a famous uh, economist back in the day, predicted that by 2030, U.S. GDP would grow six to eight times what it is, which would allow for everyday people to work 15 hours a week. Yeah, it's not Milton Keynes. <laughs> it's not Milton Keynes. It's Milton Friedman. And I know she's thinking of John Maynard Keynes, you know, Keynesian theory, uh, but she totally botched that. You know, it's fun. It's, it's almost like she was like, uh, like, it's funny you ask because I was just listening to a famed economist, Maynard James Keenan, who said, all you read and wear or see and hear on TV is a product begging for your fat ass dirty dollar. <laughs> oh my gosh. You, you listen to the brilliance of this idiot when she goes on talking about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Miss Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap. You know, this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. The whole thing is a joke. Pulling yourself up from your bootstraps is like an impossibility. Uh, You know, it's like, A stitch in time saves nine? How is that even physically possible? You can't even stitch time. Like, especially if, like, the clock keeps going, how do you even stitch it? And nine what? Like, they didn't even physically finish the sentence. That's how stupid this chick is. But she is the one who is galvanizing the youth behind Bernie Sanders. And the media is helping to push this along. Because they're giving her, the squad, all the airtime. So listen to James Carville. He's, this is the Clinton guy. This is Bill Clinton's strategist. Listen to him just go off on the entire missteps of the Democrat Party. A lot of people sure. compare him to Jeremy Corbyn. I say he might be closer to Lopez Obrador in Mexico, somebody who manages yeah. to get into power because the existing parties have so disappointed everybody. People are disgusted right. with Democrats. They don't trust Republicans. Right. They go for Bernie. Do you think that is a path to victory if he makes Who's, that argument? Why do, why do I think people are disgusted with Democrats? We had the highest turnout in 2018 since women were granted the right to vote. We had the biggest margin. We ran a smart campaign. And it worked. All right. It mm-hmm. matters who the candidate is. It matters what a party chooses to talk about. I mean, I'm 75 years old. Why am I here doing this? Because I am scared to death. That's why. And we got to get, get let's get relevant here, people, for sure. OK, that, that's why I don't Lopez over. Jeremy, they were all the Sanders people were taking pictures wishing Jeremy Coburn the best. 
Oh, and they were mistaken. They were very mistaken. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go down that path. Okay, all I've got for you, James, is Claire. Hey. I love. I, I just, yeah, I just love you. <laughs> I love you too. And your analysis. If you look at the, the, the press corps went AOC crazy in, in the Iowa caucuses of liberal, it's too, it's too, whatever, to combine the, the left side of the party. And I don't, I don't consider myself a liberal, by the way. I'm not a moderate. But they look, you know, Senator Klobuchar and, uh, you know, Buttigieg got a lot of votes. And we got to decide what we want to be. Do we want to be an ideological cult or do we want to have a majoritarian instinct? To be a majority party. I know where you stand on that, Senator, because you had to run in a red state. Right. So, and, and again, you and I know that 18 percent of the country elects 52 senators. And, and, and the urban core is not going to get it done. What we need is power. You understand? That's what this is about. Without power, you have nothing. You just have talking points. Yeah. James Carville wants power. He wants power. That's what they all want. See, James Carville is scared. He knows that this divide in the Democrat Party could destroy the party for a long, long time. Now, real quick, going back to the AOC thing, you know, I know some people are going to say, well, she just messed up. She said Milton and not Maynard, and it's not a big deal. Normally, I would give that kind of grace and that kind of consideration but being that she says so many stupid things, talking about whether or not garbage disposals, which she doesn't know what they are, are friendly to the environment. I, she pull up by her bootstraps. Nobody said they physically pull you up by shoelaces. But <laughs> that kind of consideration goes out of the window when you're somebody as vapid and brainless as AOC. But that is the wing that is supporting the people that James Carville's worried about, the Bernie Sanders. You know, the ne I'm never gulag again. But see, here's what we run into. The problem here is that they have a fight going on very similar to what the GOP had with Donald Trump. It's the establishment versus the people that want change. And the interesting thing is in Iowa, which they still don't even have the results, it looks like Pete Buttigieg is moving closer to beating Bernie Sanders by a couple of points. And those points arguably could have been those questionable coin toss that we covered last podcast. So they did this for a reason. It's not that Pete Buttigieg is going to run to the front of the party and win. It's because he is going to be their Mike Huckabee 2008. He's going to be their Rick Santorum 2012. He's going to be the one who wins Iowa, but that's it. And they do that to use him as a political torpedo against the, uh, the wave of Bernie Sanders, the, the energy of Bernie Sanders. They want to eliminate that. So the way to do that is to back Pete Buttigieg for that particular caucus, let the caucus die, and then move on to the primaries to which they have more of a chance because they're open primaries to manipulate the results of the energy of the candidates who are actually vying to replace Bernie Sanders. But the Bernie Sanders wing is energized. And the difference here is that in the GOP, Donald Trump came in, the people wanted a bull in the China shop. And for Trump, last week was excellent for his chances at reelection. I mean, the Iowa caucus was an utter disaster. 
It showed that they don't care about the integrity of the vote and that they don't they don't care about the candidates. They want their candidate to win and they will destroy the vote to make that happen. Well, that's what they want to do with the Electoral College. But then on top of that, you had the State of the Union, which was really knocked out of the ballpark by Trump. He did a really good job. Now, granted, I'm not happy with the four point eight billion trillion spending bills or whatever, but Congress writes Congress spends the money. Trump, as president, signs off on it. Now, I don't like that he's signing off on it, but the reform has to come from even bigger than just the presidency. It has to come from Congress. But everything else he was laying out, he did an excellent job with. And then you had his impeachment acquittal. That was amazing for him. It made the impeachment look trivial and stupid as it really was. And then on Friday, the Friday night massacre where he basically sends Vinman and Sonman packing, says, get the hell out of here. You guys have been, uh, you know, insubordinate. That needs to happen more often. So Trump had a good week, but that was why he was put into office by the people within the GOP. They wanted to buck the establishment. The difference here is Trump is actually, even though he's not a conservative by name, he's governing conservatively. He's doing things that conservatives can cheer about. That's not going to happen if Bernie wins. He's going to do things that moderate Democrats are going to scoff at. He's going to do nationalized health care. He's going to do free college and eliminate debt for people who are in the middle of, of paying it off where other people went the right way and made the payments and did the hard work and the savings. And so James Carville's worried Rightfully so, like Chris Matthews is, that once you allow the socialist to take over the party, you're going to lose a large chunk of moderates, and most likely they're going to go for Trump, and you may never get them back for a long, long time. This is Adrian Slade. Adrian Slade Broadcast. Now... One thing that we have to be weary of are the gulag boys, the people that love the gulags, the people that want the re-education camps who back Bernie Sanders. Because look what happened in Florida just the other day. Listen to this news report and say to yourself, what would have happened had this been a Trump supporter that did this to the Democrats? Janice, police say they are taking what happened here right behind me in this parking lot very seriously. They've already spoke with witnesses in this area as well as businesses in this plaza to see if their cameras captured any of what happened here today. Put it back up right. Packing up after a long day. A group of volunteers registering voters thankful to be all right after a van drove into their tables and tent, leaving behind this mess. Nina Williams says she first saw the driver approaching from the corner of her eye. When I got closer to him, that's when he gunned his car. He was slowing down and then all of a sudden hit the accelerator. Had it not been for my co-worker saying get out of the way, he would have hit me. Police say at some point the driver stopped, recorded video, and flipped off the volunteers. This short clip shows the man leaving the area as witnesses tried getting the tag number. 
Police say they are investigating and searching for the driver who could be facing charges including aggravated assault and criminal mischief. JSO cannot say whether or not what happened here was politically motivated, but investigators are looking into that possibility. Dean Black, who is the chairman of the Republican Party of Duval County, says violence has no part in American politics. We will review our security plan, and I'll just point out that it is an absolute tragedy that just for the sake of registering voters, I even have to have one. And as you heard, witnesses saw that man taking video before leaving this area. So police say they will be monitoring social media over the next several days to see if any of that video does surface online. Reporting live tonight, Allison Henning, Channel 4, the local station. And they captured this guy. This guy got in a van, drove through, almost took people out, drove through this registration tent, this voter registration tent, Got out, flipped him the bird, videotaped it, got back in the car and left. And luckily, authorities captured this guy. But this is what we're looking at with the radical left. And what's really interesting is you know what would have happened if it was a Trump supporter wearing a MAGA hat. I mean, you can't even go to D.C. and wait for a bus with a MAGA hat on without black Israelites coming up and ridiculing you and some... Native American who says he's also a Vietnam vet beating a drum in your face without the entire news media looking at you and saying, that kid's got a punchable face. Look at that smug look on his face when he's just being the bigger man and not letting it get the best of him. You couldn't do that. So imagine if you saw a Trump supporter drive through that crowd with a van (laughs) with a MAGA sticker on the back, hell would break loose. But these are the same people that were shooting up congressional baseball practices, almost taking out Steve Scalise and tons of others. These are the same people that firebombed an ICE facility to where the guy who was throwing the Molotov cocktail and and everything else at the uh, with his AK-47 on hand. I mean, not AK-47. I think he had a yeah, actually did. uh, No, he had an AR-15. Yeah, that guy ends up getting killed and neutralized in the process. These people are that ridiculous. And when Project Veritas has videos of them talking about gulags and romanticizing about the gulag death camps as, you know, well, they gave you three square meals and a job breaking rocks. I mean, this is what you're dealing with with the radical left. That's why in 2020 they must be defeated. And luckily, Trump has momentum. Hopefully he doesn't derail himself because that's all that will happen to destroy his momentum. I'm Adrian Slade. I appreciate you tuning into the show. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Podbean, Overcast, anywhere podcasts are hosted, you can get the uh, free Adrian Slade Show podcast. Be sure to rate it. Give it a five-star rating if you can. That helps bring it up in the ranks. You can also check out the blog, adriansladeshow.com. Also, follow me on Twitter, at Adrian Slade Show or at Rants Out Loud. You can also find me on other social media platforms, Facebook, Gab, Parler, also on Snippy and Convo. Search Adrian Slade. You could also donate to the show, patreon.com slash Adrian Slade Show, or go to anchor.fm and donate. We'll see you guys next time.